0: Welcome to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. Today, I am privileged to be speaking with Octavius Kelly. He is a motivational speaker and founder of Potential to Production. Um, Octavius, so great to have you on the show. Thanks for being with us here.
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, so you have a, an amazing story and lots of great info, and what I really wanted to start off with is for you to share with us how you got to the point you are right now. Give us, give us some of your highs, give us some of your lows, and take us on that journey, your journey to the point what you're doing right now.
1: Well, actually, it's been a, a lifelong journey. When I was young, I was, I was filled with potential. Um, potential that others saw that I didn't see in myself from junior high, been selected for gifted and talented programs to a three year, a five sport letterman for three years through varsity Mm -hmm. sports. So I'm riding this wave and then I get to college and I'm, I'm on my own and I'm like, is this really my dream or is this someone else's? Is this something that someone else has created? And so Mm -hmm. I'm in college, I'm sleeping on a friend's couch my sophomore year, and my family ran into problems. So I, I go home, I help out with that, and I I end up working in a meat processing plant. And through the meat processing plant, that was my first encounter ever with Kaizen practice. And it's, a, hmm. And so I'm there, I've been high, I've been low, and now I'm low, I have to find my way back up. But the thing is, how am I going to get back up? Here comes Kaizen. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, sitting in the production meeting and I'm like, man, if I can apply this to my real life, the opportunities are endless. Mm-hmm. So that was 2010. Okay. From that point on, I started small in using those practices to first build my way through the plant. As I build my way through the plant, I was like, it's time to venture off. So, when it comes to my career, I've been a kindergarten teacher for a semester. <laughs> I've worked at KFC. I've been maintenance at a meat processing plant. I've worked in the offshore oil and gas industry to industrial electrician. And every job has in some way contributed to potential to production where I am today like all the experiences and all the encounters the ups the downs the mistakes the accomplishments kind of mm-hmm. created potential to production
0: mhm wow and and i i love how you 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 took us on a story thank you you you've been you've been in you've had so many lows, but you've you haven't let that hold you back as you've kept on going, you've kept on trying new things and then can you tell us about what Kaizen lifestyle is? How would you ex- how, tell us about how that is what it is and how you incorporate it in your
1: life? Kaizen lifestyle is a commitment to continuous improvement. The word itself derives from Japanese manufacturing philosophies the word kai means change and zen is for good so basically it's changing for the better but mm-hmm. it's a mindset so i have a slogan i don't get better every day get better in every moment because there's multiple moments throughout your day to to increase your value for society and to work towards your personal goals
0: yeah. Take the moments. And I, and I love it. combining the Japanese words, kaizen, you know, first of all, it's, it's just, it sounds cool. It's a cool word. And as such a great meaning is change for the good. And I could totally see that. Like just thinking about my life and thinking about, okay, how can this, I have this moment right now, right here. How can I change for the good in this moment? And I absolutely just love that mentality um, cause I have a saying as well, you know, um, the goal isn't to be perfect today. It's to be better tomorrow. Right. Oh, right yes. about, right about the small changes consistently over time. That's how you have big effects. Now, I like now I, yeah, I, I, I was, I was pretty proud of myself for that, but <laughs> I, you had, you have a, you have a blog post, um, on your website, uh, potential to production.com, uh, the number two production.com and I just i love I love this I loved what what you're talking about. it was it's face over fear is what it's called, and you talked about how our fear is categorized under two umbrellas: uh learn fear, and then the second umbrella is the fear from not knowing. Could you talk to us a little bit about this on not only how it's applied to maybe your lives but what we can learn from it as well?
1: Well. My wife and I have this discussion all the time. We have very candid conversations over dinner. And this topic came up a lot of times, majority of the times, I would say, when a person is afraid of something, whether it's public speaking, getting in front of a crowd of people and speaking, or a spider Both of those stem from not knowing what that situation is going to produce. Right. If I, if I huh. go to present in front of a thousand people, mm-hmm. the only reason I will be afraid is because I'm not sure how I'm going to perform. If I know that I'm going to rock it out and I'm going to do my best and there's going to be value, fear will be nowhere in sight. The same goes for a spider. Mm-hmm. The spider mm-hmm. may, it may or may not be poisonous, but we don't know how our body is going to react. Is the spider going to bite us? So that lack of knowledge is the breeding ground for fear. And mm-hmm. when it comes to learn fears, that's mostly things we've encountered ourselves, or someone else has encountered we don't have to touch the stove to know that it's hot mm-hmm. to know that it'll burn you mm-hmm. it's happened enough in history <laughs> and if we equip ourselves with the proper knowledge or just the belief because faith is believing in things I'm seeing. would you agree
0: yes yep that's true and
1: so if i believe that i'm going to perform well and i believe that things are going to be all right in this situation fear doesn't stand a chance i,
0: I love it having faith have, using faith to overcome fear cuz usually when i talk about fear i take it from more of the point and this i think tells into our you know my personality versus your personality as well is i'll take like okay you listen. know here are the steps you know you know you need to do this practice do this um, do this, do this, do this. And I just loved the approach that you took. You just took a step back and you said, okay, let's look at this. What's causing this fear. Okay. Now have having, by having faith, simply by having faith in something, whether it's, you know, absolutely owning the stage when you're afraid of speaking correct, or whether it's changing, you know, a learned fear, uh, whether it's good or bad right if you obviously if it's a bad learned fear you want to change it but if it's a good learned fear right um, yes. is is using that element of faith and taking that i i absolutely love that um that perspective on it and that's why i'm so happy to have guests like you um yes, to have that, different that pers- stems
1: from that stems from one of my four principles in my kaizen practices mm-hmm. and one of them is the number one thing is to eliminate waste in all forms The number two thing is to utilize, utilize our potential, utilize our experiences, Mm -hmm. utilize the experiences of other people. The third thing is the small changes for big results, as you as you spoke on. And the fourth thing is understanding the process. Let's understand why we're fearing this. Like, why do we have this? Let's understand this and from mm. there once we understand then we can work on addressing
0: wow i love it i love it yeah four four steps i i am a big i have a big fan of steps um, going from one step to the next step to the next yes. step um, i love i love those kinds of things so yeah i love it and i love you know just the whole idea of kaizen it's just it's just absolutely great um, i wanted to, i wanted to ask you this question um at, if someone were to ask you for advice to communicate with confidence, what what one piece of advice would you want to share?
1: If I have one piece of advice to give someone to communicate with confidence, it would be it would be a practice that I use on my own because mm-hmm. I don't know if you can catch it or not. I still have to reel myself in mm. when it's time for me to communicate and I do mm. it often. I, I constantly read books on communicating and my one thing would be is believe in yourself. If they're mm-hmm. listening, they want to hear what you have to say.
0: Mm. It's, I, I love it. If they're listening... To you, then they want to hear what you have to say.
1: It's so simple.
0: simple.
1: yes I'm, I'm a big fan of simple. Yes, Keep I'm with simple. you.
0: I, I love it. If they're a fan of you, I'm gonna to have to make that into an act. I'm, I'm gonna make a pretty cool graphic out of that. Cause that's amazing. If they're and I'm just repeating this in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, this could have really helped me when I was first speaking. <laughs> um, you know, the nervousness of what will they think, what will they say? But when you see people listening to you. Um, it creates such a huge difference that wow, they're actually it listening does. to me. I love we it. We
1: feed off the energy. We're energy beings. Yep, yep. We and then, yeah, we
0: react. I mean, we react with people, right? Um, pe- the way people act, the way people listen, um, even with their bodies, right? Is that audiences? I've been thinking about this more. Is that when we do public speaking, we're we're actually having a conversation. It's just we're using our voice as well as our body language and the audience yes. is using their body language not their mm-hmm. voice hopefully I, I mean unless unless you got some hecklers in there um, then they're oh, using their yeah. voice <laughs>
1: but you have to be able to, to tune those out oh yeah that, of course yeah that's that's part of eliminating the waste mhm yep
0: yep and then and then just like just with that one step eliminating waste i mean i was thinking even just productivity efficiency um just like in the just in that sense It could be, you know, just having that mindset could cause such a big difference and saying, wait, where, what am I wasting today? In any form, every single part of my life, what is being wasted? And asking yourself this question. And um, that's why, that's why I absolutely loved um, your website. It is Potential2Production, the number two, uh, dot com. Uh, A lot of great info on there. Love your blog posts and just the whole, the whole idea where you've taken this to the, the what you've taken communication, how you look at communication, how you look at general you know change for the good, right? And actually making that into a step process, making that into a lifestyle. Um, I, it's, it's original to me. I haven't seen anything like it. And um, I love the, what the perspective can teach us. Thank you. Um, and I wanted to leave uh, with this. I love this quote from you on your blog post um, entitled, We All Have Needs, Hopes, and aspirations. And this quote just stood out to me. And it says, uh, Google defines aspiration as a synonym for hope. I beg to differ. Aspiration is a catalyst to living. Oh, so powerful. It's just the word catalyst alone just strikes so much movement, so much power. And uh, aspiration is truly a catalyst for living. So thank you so much for being on this podcast, Octavius. Uh, thank greatly, you for having me. Yep. I love talking to you. Love the info you have. Uh, show notes. Um, the links to, to everything that we talked about will be in the show notes at LukeDMaxwell.com podcast. This has been the Communicate with Confidence podcast with my special guest, Octavius Kelly. See you tomorrow. And remember to always look on the positive side of things.